0: Welcome back everyone to Friday Therapy Podcast. I'm your host, Jan Behrens, here with my co-host Logan Hubbard.
1: And we do have two special guests for this particular episode. We have both of our dads on this cast and it is a special Wimbledon preview episode and they are both noted tennis fanatics and players themselves. So uh, great to have their insight. Heiko, if you wanna go ahead
2: and introduce yourself. Yeah, I'm uh, Jan's father
0: yeah uh, as you can tell from the accent he is uh not native to the uh, america area well sort of i was
2: born in chile which is in (laughs) south america therefore it's part of america
0: yeah noted american apparently Mm -hmm. um as you can tell from the accent uh but yeah he's just really ready to get in the nitty-gritty so
2: there that's right wimbledon my favorite tournament I was there in 1988, saw uh, Lando play, saw uh, Jimmy uh, Connors play. So, but good, good. Wow, the, the
1: Wilson T2000 steel racket. That is a classic right there.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: You have to witness that in person.
2: In person. Had to stand in line to get the tickets.
0: Oh, you did it that
2: way? Oh, yes.
1: Yes. Yeah, so. How, how did that experience work for you as far as getting tickets goes? Because I know nowadays it's pretty much you have to know a player or you have to queue for like a week.
2: Yeah, no, I had to just uh, be there early, eight a.m. I guess. Line the line was already fairly long, but not extremely long, and then uh, waited uh, two or three hours and got my ticket. Uh, obviously, I did not get a center court ticket, but I had a court, pass. grounds, a court, court one, and a grounds pass. Yes. Ah. Uh-huh. What, so is court
0: one like grandstand? Yeah,
2: court one is the second largest one. And uh, that's where I saw Lando beat Mark Woodford, legendary doubles player.
0: And yeah, just in the, in the same realm as uh, Rajiv Ram. Mm, yes. oh yeah, but, noted president sure. of Carmel, Indiana. So uh, th- that's very important. Yeah. <laughs> and Carmel, Indiana is a noted hellhole in in the united states so. you should no, never I go it. to carmel is that
2: the the roundabouts right it is the land yes, of Yes, i don't i don't know why you like the roundabouts <laughs> so much i love them i'm european so
0: i am a fan of the roundabouts but i that is the only thing carmel is like, going just, for it's excessive <laughs> it's excessive so it doesn't make any sense that there needs to be so many i
1: think most of them are well placed we can do a carmel tour if you slide over here but uh a lot of them really it kind of caps how fast you can drive like around where i live you know y- you don't really want to be going below 50 or 60 on most roads but in carmel you can't really hit 30 and with how f- far things are spaced apart in indiana it's just not a great
0: time for some of you, uh, i guess that, make, that makes sense that makes sense all right, so we can start off with the gentleman's draw. Is that a good spot for you?
1: Wow, not not even the the grass court season or any of the extra Oh, yeah, we we can, we can, we, can
0: t- we can talk about that. We can talk about that.
2: Yeah, I'm very proud of uh, my con- compatriot uh Bia Haddad <laughs> who is dominating the grass court season uh in the women's, That's a strong right? word to use, but yeah. dominated she won two tournaments and got the semifinal in the third tournament all in grass in fact in my in my bracket i have her all the way to the finals
0: finalist Haddad maya
2: yeah against shriatek
0: i mean yeah shriatek we can just pencil her in as the victor at this point yeah. point. and then a
1: lot, lot of this tournament has kind of been marred in controversy whether it's the Wimbledon decision to ban Russian and Belarusian players or the removal of ATP points, which uh, Benoit Paire, uh, of many players okay. alike, are yeah. Decisions rightfully t- disappointed t- about that. But
2: yeah, Bouchard. Oh, yeah, Bouchard. Well, Bouchard wasn't going really because of the anyways. points.
1: Bouchard is, like, outside the top 300 or something like that. So. That's
2: true. <coughs> and oh, then also the
1: the grass season uh, probably most notably best event and that definitely was tim von richtoven winning in the first yeah. week like medvedev and fritz
0: kind of his came out first of atp tournament yeah his first his first atp win followed like resulted in a tournament win. tim van reite had like insane run insane run and in his home tournament of sotogenbosch
2: mm-hmm. he immediately got a wild card
0: yeah it, Wimbledon was so impressed that they're like, we got to get this man in the championships. Mm-hmm. And he has a pretty good shot to continue that run further. But uh,
1: also Even good to forefront. see some familiar faces like Murray and Kyrgios. Uh, they seem to be rounding the top form, uh, mm-hmm. which is good to see. And also some grass court specialists like Maxime Cressy has kind of yeah. been a thorn oh. in a lot of the top-ranked players' sides. So uh,
2: it's that, a, that, obviously that a short steadily. season,
1: but it's been interesting. Yeah.
2: Playing the FAA. So he will have a tough time to pass the first round. but
0: Yeah, that is true. F- FAA, famously allergic to having a good draw,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, has to play Maxime Cressy in the first round. But
2: I'm, I'd give Maxime Cressy a good chance. He's been playing very well, what I've seen last week.
1: Yeah, I mean, I watched his, uh, his final against Fritz, and I mean, it's clear from the jump that Fritz is a much better tennis player in terms of ground strokes, and really most shots on the court. But what Cressy does, he does well. He's, he has his chip and shards and serve and volley game. It's hard to deal with for a lot of players. Just not something yes. you see really at all mm-hmm. these days. So he, he does he it excellently. Me. He has really good instincts at the net. And I really do think FAA over a five-set match will probably figure him out. But definitely he could have made a run had he drawn someone else.
2: Yes, I agree. He reminds me a little bit of Karlovic, where he... Never can break opponent, always holds, and is serving volley all the time.
1: I think even that might be doing a disservice to Karlovic. I think even he might have more ground stroke potential than Cressy <laughs> does. I mean, it is
0: painful to watch this man play more than one shot from the baseline. Cressy, Cressy when he has to actually hit the ball instead of just volley, that's a, a, yeah. a tough time there. So I, think he I broke guess his record
2: of uh, rally b- count of twelve, I think, right? He yeah. never had more than twelve.
1: <laughs> but the <laughs> thing about grass court tennis is, it's like, you know, you get into these breakers and anything can happen. You know, Cressy only won twelve return points off of the Fritz serve in the whole match, but he took some longer rallies and started slapping some winners off the return in the breaker in the second set. That mm-hmm. you know they weren't mm-hmm. there for the entire rest of the match, and there you go. Yeah. He steals a set, and he's. A point away from winning the tournament so uh definitely yeah. he's maximizing his s- lack of relative skill compared to other top players in the world to do well in grass
0: i mean yeah his his just style is so well suited for the surface yes uh that it's like misha <laughs> a- yeah he's able to get away with some things that most people wouldn't be able to get away with yeah, Misha's a, a very Misha Zverev type of play style. Misha, aka the better Zverev. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, then if if you watch that final
1: between Fritz and Cressy yesterday, they did have the Mayor of Eastbourne there, and one of the commentators referred to him as Alexander Zverev on steroids. So uh, definitely <laughs> a bad look for Sasha there.
0: <laughs> also, looking at Mallorca, Titi Pass took that tournament in a. A big surprise to me, at least. I thought this man was just a, a clay merchant, similar to to Rude. Uh, but turns out he's a- actually able to get past the golf and he did well and win a tournament.
1: I would say uh, probably the, I wouldn't say likely Victor, but probably the most likely Victor Curios uh, did withdraw from the tournament after the, his first match to prep for Wimbledon. But uh, definitely a good run for Stefano, something he can probably build on. Unfortunately, he does draw Kyrios pretty soon in this tournament, who he lost to a couple weeks ago, but uh, definitely yeah, he's improving.
0: Match. That was a great match to watch, the Kyrios CT Buzz. All right, so
1: I guess probably the final thing of note to wrap up for this short grass season is probably the two players who've been playing better than anyone are Berrettini and Horkatz, who have really yep. just been kind of mowing everyone down, and they definitely look like they're. Playing some of the best tennis days have ever played, especially Berrettini, who's come back from an injury. How is he gonna look? And uh, he's definitely answered any questions people have about him.
0: Yeah, he he has been he's been dominating, similar to Haddad, uh, Haddad Maya uh, in that. <laughs> oh
2: yeah, grass grass court queen.
0: Yeah. So and Hubie I love this man. He's just one of my favorite players to, to watch uh, but I'm, I'm glad to fi- see him find great success on the grass court
1: and also uh, I guess over the last couple of days they, did it, they had the Hurlingham exhibitions where a lot of the top players like Djokovic and Rafa and FA and Berrettini and Rude and Alcaraz and Tiafo, uh kind of the odd man out but he was there as well and they kind of played some practice matches with a crowd it was pretty competitive and uh, we saw Rafa take the L to FAA in the third set, Super Breaker, and we saw Djokovic beat FAA, and we saw Tiafo beat Alcaraz, and we saw Rude beat Alcaraz, so uh, kind of some interesting data even... points going into the championships there. Yeah, I missed that one too. I
2: Totally, I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, they just had, a, I mean, they called it an exhibition, but it was really, you know, practice matches for these guys who... Like, Rafa, I haven't played as much. Yeah.
2: Where, where was this? Was this in Mallorca, too?
1: It was in Hurlingham.
2: Not Hurlingham. Huh? Nah.
1: So, I guess with that, with grass season wrapped up, we'll go ahead and get into the gentleman's draw.
0: Lovely, lovely.
1: So, All first right. we have the top, what is that? It's the, it's a quarter of the half, so what is that, the 16th? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, that would make sense. <laughs> So we have the, the first, nope, the f- that would be the eighth, right? Wait, the quarter of the
0: half.
2: Top half or bottom half? Ooh.
1: We're in the, what am I even looking no, at? No, no, that would be eight. That, yeah, that would be We're eight. in the, the top quarter of the top half. So the
2: yeah. Djokovic quarter, the Djokovic, Djokovic 16th. No.
1: The, yeah, the Djokovic 16th, that's it.
0: Would it be 16th?
2: It's a uh, quarter, 16, it's, uh, where, where Opelka is uh, the bottom part of it, right? From one through 16.
0: So isn't that the, the Djokovic eight? Yeah. That's yeah. It
2: Djokovic eight. 8. Uh, yeah. Because then the that's the
0: 30. The center to Alcaraz. 30. Yeah. Other eight. We are great. At no, math. This this forget is, math.
1: This is top tier yeah. content <laughs> For sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so from one through eight, right? So Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, well, we could
1: do one through eight. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. start with that. The actual 16th, we'll do that. Yeah,
0: yeah the actual 16th, we can do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, so obviously Novak will have no trouble with Sunwoo Kwon in the first round. Uh, s- then we have Kokanakis yep. and hit me Some with that post.
2: Yeah. Mashkraj. M-
1: okay. Uh, I-, I do like Tenasi to move on with this one. Uh, mm-hmm. Both guys haven't really played much as of late, but... I would think Tanasi's game would lend better to this surface. And then between Jera and Tabilo, uh, I would think that Jera, considering his solid performances against Kyrgios and Khachanov, uh, probably would be better suited to win on grass. And then Ketsmanovic, I think he could have some trouble with Milman. Milman's a tough guy. He's very strong yep. mentally, but Ketsmanovic, I think, will kind of breeze past him. Yep. And then we'll end up with Novak and Ketsmanovic... And see who goes to the fourth round. Obviously, Novak, this man has a cupcake of a draw, so yes. uh, yeah, seems pretty likely. It would be unthinkable that he wouldn't make the fourth round with this 16.
0: I mean, it would be unthinkable that he wouldn't make the fourth round in um, nearly any draw. Well, unless he has to it? play Dennis Eastman, then it would be very thinkable that he couldn't do it. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Djokovic, he does not have a lot of competition uh, in his. In his sixteenth, let alone his or in his half, let alone his sixteenth or his quarter, let alone his sixteenth.
1: Yeah, and then as the biggest Benoit Paire fan, you want to take this next
0: sixteenth. Absolutely, absolutely. So on the top, it's gonna be uh, our least favorite Georgian Nikoloz Basilashvili f- facing famous Czechian qualifier, qualifier <laughs> Lucas <laughs> Rosol. I, I unfortunately anticipate that Basilashvili will win this ma- this uh, match between. Mm-hmm. Rasol and, and
1: Ra very famous for defeating Rafa in the first round in this tournament in uh, 2013 I believe the year was uh, so he could be dangerous but he's really over the hill at this point I would think yeah unfortunately Basilis really would take him
0: and then next up we have the Battle of the Frenchman Benoit Paire versus Quentin... I I don't have no Alice.
2: Idea Alice? Alice
0: Alice Alice all right Uh... Yeah, uh, I anticipate that Benoit Paire will be taking this very seriously considering that there will be ranking points handed out. So, of course, he will win that. Uh, and then we got Tim Van Rijteven versus Federico Delbonis. Uh, this is a very interesting matchup that I will be keeping my eyes on uh, as the tournament progresses, or as we get to that match. I would like Van Rijteven to be victorious here. Uh, because I'm enjoying his comeuppance, his Cinderella story. Yeah, Cinderella story. And then wrapping up this 16th, we have uh, Riley Opelka serve bot versus Taberner, uh, who's a person that I've never heard of before. So, I have Opelka winning that one.
1: And then interestingly, uh, we would have the potential for an upset with Timmy. Over Opelka in the next round. What do you make of this?
0: I think it would be tough just considering how valuable the serve is on grass. Uh, and Opelka, you know, his serve is hard to get around.
2: He's a service bot. But I have him, I have Van Reichchoven winning against Opelka here.
1: Yeah, I, I've got Timmy coming out of this 16th here. I think he won't have much trouble here. That's I think. My
0: take, I think Opelka will definitely give him a run for his money. I w- I personally would have Opelka winning the sixteenth, mm-hmm. uh, but that's just me. So. All right, Heiko,
1: you want to take the stand, the man sixteenth.
2: My oh. favorite, uh, my second favorite Swiss player.
0: I think that's most people, most people's train <laughs> of thought there.
2: Three time, uh, Grand Slam champion, three different tournaments wimbledon not being one of them
0: so, yeah he will win this one then um
2: and he's been out for so long however sinner apparently either never won a 10 uh, grass court tournament or just won a couple no,
0: match or tournament uh,
2: match 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 even yeah uh, so this is basically a name a uh, classic but in reality uh, two players who have nothing to offer uh, <laughs> and um uh, I think Sinner will come out of the, uh, winning this one because Wawrinka is just not ready for winning.
0: It's not winning time.
2: No, no. And then we have our German Altmaier, the old man, the old mayor. Yeah. Um, and against the Swedish sensation Ymir. Oh, I
0: love watching Ymir.
2: Yeah, yeah. And Ymir obviously has the uh, the is the favorite in this uh, specific in this match, and I think he will win. Murray and Duckworth, Murray. Back in his home country, uh, with a metal hip, w- with a metal hip, but full of uh, uh, willingness, uh, and will come out easily out of that match. And Isner uh, against coco uh, Coco I would say Kukot. um from France. Never heard of this guy. Therefore, Isner by default wins this match. So I think. Is Murray at the end will be the interesting output of this uh, 16th.
0: Yeah. I think that... W- I, I really am interested to see how Sinner will play in Wimbledon. Like, he got a d- especially difficult draw for being the 10th seed <laughs> in the tournament. So I'm in- interested to see if he can even make it past the first round. I think Vavrinka does have a, a better than... Slim chance to beat yes. Sinner in this match and progress in the tournament. What do you think, Logan?
1: Yeah, I mean, with Sinner, I did watch him lose to Tommy Paul uh, last week. I don't, I just don't think his game is ready to adapt for grass yet. I would I would say he should be favorite over Stan. Uh, but after that, I really think Murray will take him in the third round. I think he'll get to the third round, but Murray will just be too much for him. And then I would say Altmeyer over Emer. I think Emer is kind of more of a grinder. That doesn't really suit well for grass. Yeah. And then uh, Isner, I'd put on upset alert even in the first round. He hasn't played in a while. If he makes it to the second, Murray should cakewalk over him. So I'd say Murray That's should right. be the pretty strong favorite to make it out of this 16. All the
2: way yeah. to the fourth round,
0: yeah. I would I would say the same. Do you want to take the next one, Logan? All right, so this is
1: obviously quite the 16th here, seeing as we have Oscar Atta as sneaking in with the last seed with the withdrawal of Gal Monfils. Uh, Good for Atta, who's had quite the grass season himself, and he should roll through the first round. I mean, he's really been in top form as a servant volleyer, and last year, around this time, he was playing pretty well, but this year he seems to have taken it up to another level, and we have the wild card versus qualifier match here with Jay Clark and Christian Harrison, the brother of Ryan Harrison, and really this is a toss-up. Shouldn't make much of a difference who wins, but I would think Christian would be in stronger form right now, and then I would think that Greek Spore would be the heavy favorite over Fornini. Uh, Fornini just seems to have fallen out of form as of late. And then we get to Carlitos here and against Jan Leonard Struff, who, again, he's kind of fallen out of the top 100 himself. Uh, but Carlitos has been playing abysmally on grass with the small sample size we do have. So Carlitos mm-hmm. should win here. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if he has a tough time after the first round. I think Greek sport could give him some trouble, but I would think Atta should be the favorite to make it out of the 16th into the 4th round. I think if he ends up playing Carlitos, he'll kind of just flounder him with the serve and volley game, the likes of which he's never seen before, so that would be my prediction. Same, uh,
2: same here, have the same prediction,
0: yeah, where Atta
2: will be defeat Alcaraz there in the 3rd round.
0: Alcaraz won't even see it coming, <laughs> just a a, thump, a thumping. So I'll take the next sixteenth. Uh, so in the first match, we got Casper Ruud golfing against Albert Ramos Vinolas. Uh, Spanish. I'm interested to see this matchup. Two people that I would, uh, this matchup would be excellent on clay, I would say. Uh, but Ruud, abysmal on grass. I I don't even know if he has like the the capability to consider grass as a court to be played on. Uh, so I'm putting him on upset alert against Ramos Vignolas. Uh, the next matchup, we got Umber versus Echeverry. Uh, I'm going just on name recognition here with U- Umber winning that matchup. Uh, we got Gofan and Radu Albo. Uh, I got Goffan here. Uh, he played pretty well in the French, and I, I think that might... Hit some momentum might carry over from that, and then finally we got Daniel Taro or Taro Daniel and um, Seb Bias, and I will have Seb Bias in this matchup. I think that ultimately Goffin I would have as the best chance to win this sixteenth surprisingly.
1: Yeah, I mean with this sixteenth, there's really no uh, grass court players who would favor the surface other than Hugo Umber, who's really been in strikingly terrible form so i wouldn't really consider it much of a factor but uh i don't know i think rude might have either root or go fan i wouldn't be surprised at either of them but i don't yeah. think whoever makes the fourth round out of here will be much of a threat beyond that yeah, but
2: yeah. don't underestimate the new the up-and-comer bias who has been playing strong lately not sure what his pedigree is on grass but um I mean, we'll see. see we'll we'll see it this time but i also have root out of here I mean, you set Baez,
1: he's got the blank canvas for himself to paint his pedigree on grass, but as of now, mm-hmm. it's non existent. That's right. So that means it's terrible? No, it's
2: just It just not doesn't there yet. exist. No. So he's exactly. been on the surface
0: before. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right. I go, you want to take, take Francis's take quarter phone? here? Or
2: All right. So, our fr- uh, uh, Teatro, one of the best Americans out here, always fighting. Uh, we'll play against an Italian that I don't know, so I have him winning. Uh, the next two, Bedain, is uh, the name that is better known, better than this Martyrer from Germany. So I have him going. Uh, now the next game is an interesting to watch, Bublik and Fuksovic. Yep, um, Could be a classic. Will be a classic, um, not even could be, will. And, and, and it will end with Public retiring after the third set. Well, Public actually famed grass specialist here, <laughs> so. Yeah, but I have I Vuksovic uh, winning here. Fuksovich is uh, a legend in Wimbledon. Last year, he went pretty far. And uh, may be able to repeat it here. And uh, we have uh, Cariño Busta and Lajevic tough match. I have an upset alert here where Lajovic beating Karenia Busta. And uh, Fuksovic will end up be beating Tiafo in the third round to make it to the fourth round.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is really a, a section where anyone can come out. I would say probably the two favorites should be Tiafo and Bublik, just based off of how they're playing and what they've done on grass. Uh, but really, maybe Fuksovic could rejuvenate his career here. That seems unlikely, but this is certainly one of the weaker sections. But i really would think Francis should be able to make it out
0: and you know Francis is always the fan favorite at any tournament that he shows up at so the crowd will be behind him as he attempts to make it out of this six of this tough 16th (laughs) oh yeah
1: this is a monumental task for Francis here yeah especially considering the amount of ranking points at stake but known for being clutch and coming back from insurmountable deficits he's got this in the bag yeah so exactly. next we have Cam Norrie's 16th, uh, hometown hero, but definitely not as in favor as Tiafo. He's got Pablo Andoar in the first round, who he should beat pretty easily. And then I would have Tiago Montero winning this next match against Jaume Munyar. Uh, I think Montero's just played a bit better on the grass this season. And then another British hopeful, Ryan Peniston, who's really done some great things so far this season. Shouldn't have much trouble with Loxen in here. And then we have Steve Johnson and Grigor Dimitrov, who uh, Dimitrov shouldn't really have much trouble with Johnson given his complete lack of a backhand. So Mm -hmm. then moving on, I would have Penniston defeating Dimitrov and then Nori defeating Montero and probably Nori coming out into the
2: fourth round.
0: Wow, that's interesting. See, Mm -hmm. I I would pick Dimitrov to come out of the 16th.
2: Me too. I have Dimitrov beating Nori.
1: Yeah, I mean, Nori hasn't had the best grass results, but he did take a set off Roger last year, I believe, so I'm going to stick with him and the home crowd.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the home crowd is certainly something that is uh, is going to have an effect on Cam Nori's tournament performance here. So I'll take the next 16th. So on the top, there's going to be Tommy Paul, one of the best Americans on.
2: <laughs> he is. He's seated. I mean, yeah.
0: And then we got Fernando Verdasco. I think Tommy Paul will be able to pull this off. Um, Yeah, not much else to say about that one. Uh, Then we got Adrian Manorino versus Max Purcell. Uh, I got Manorino here. And then we have Coria versus Jerry Vesely. I think I would take Vesely here. And then... This is going to be a very interesting That's match. That's a classic, watch. right there. Yeah. Uh, ADF versus Hubert Holt. Hubert Hurkacz. I th- I mean Hubert, he's clearly going to win this match. But if if ADF doesn't die for like at least ten balls in this match, I think it would it would be a failure of a match, honestly.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't say it clearly. I think that should be a close match. ADF is a junior Wimbledon champion. Uh, he hasn't done that best on grass this year but I think it, it probably would go four sets at least and then uh, this is kind of interesting quarter because man is pretty dangerous on the surface but I think Hubert shouldn't have much trouble with anyone here
0: yeah I mean he's just been playing out of his mind so yeah <laughs> I he should be able to clear probably the the winner of the previous 16th as well so
1: yeah Tommy Paul he's not some good wins on the grass but Really, Hubert should steamroll him, honestly. Yeah. So All do right. we want to do the rest of this half, or do we want to keep going down the first round? What was that? Do we want to, like, go through the rest of this half, or just keep going down the first round?
0: Oh, like, go through the, the results. Yeah. Like, who would who would win each quarter? Yeah. All right, yeah. Uh, I could give my predictions first. Okay. I think Djokovic will win uh, his quarter... His eighth, uh, then he would probably play. I would have to go with, Otta, honestly.
2: Ata beating Murray. Either
0: either Atta or Murray. I th- I don't think it's gonna be anyone else. Um, but Djokovic he really does not have a difficult path to the. Uh, to any part of this tournament. Um, and then afterwards, or in the second quarter, I think I will have Hercots facing, I would love to see Francis Tiafo and Hercots play each other, and with Hercots winning that. So djokovic Hercots as the, the semi-finalist on this half.
1: Yeah, and yeah, likewise, that... I would also say uh, Novak overwhelmingly likely to get to the quarters, and I would like to see Francis in there. I think he has a good run to make it to Horcats, uh. But really, Novak should steamroll probably Anta or Murray, whoever comes out of that. And then, same with Horcats over Tiafoe or Bublik, whoever that ends up being.
2: I have Fuxovic right there, but
0: um, yeah, Fuksovich too. So,
2: but in any case, Horcats will make yeah, the semifinals.
0: Horcats Her- Her- is indiscriminate when it comes to his his steamrolling. So yeah, I
1: mean, I would say Fuksovich I would be very bearish on. I would be honestly pretty shocked if he makes out of the first round but that's just me if he makes it all the way to the quarters that would be in a repeat of a tremendous run yeah would be a repeat of last year but so now we're going to move on to the bottom half and we do have an additional guest joining us for this half of the draw which is my dad here if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself for this half <coughs>
3: hi there uh, my name's scott hubbard um i'm a uh, um, kind of a Wimbledon um, junkie, so uh, we're just uh, going to go through the draw today and kind of give, give you our uh, selections and our thoughts, and then uh, maybe touch on some uh, betting options, some of the better betting options um, that will take place tomorrow, some of the lines on a couple of the matches we think are a good
1: value. All right, so I guess I'll go ahead and take this first 16th here. Uh, with Berrettini at the top is the eighth seed. Uh, he should not have any trouble with Garin, who's another clay court salesman and...
0: Chilean legend.
1: Uh, also a Chilean legend who has kinda fallen out of the top ranks here, but uh, especially in the grass, he shouldn't be much trouble for Matteo. And then we do have Hugo Grenier and Marc-Andrea. You, you want to give this a shot with your German pedigree? Heisler. Which, which one's this one. <clears throat>
3: Yeah. Eisler, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you said Swiss. He's
2: Swiss, right? He's Swiss. Yeah. Who, actually, it's Husler, I would say more. Yeah,
1: probably <laughs> right, But I, I mean, do that, like has that like to come through on this one, given his qualifying run. And then Benjamin Bozzi. Bonsi should beat Kolar here in the next match. And then uh, somehow still seated Jensen Brooksby, one of the top Americans out in the game right now, <laughs> versus Kukushkin, who's kind of been out of the game for a couple of years. Uh, Brooksby should win this, just because it's just about the best draw he could have hoped for. But I uh, don't like him to go much further. I would not be surprised at all if Bonzi beats him in the next round, and then with Mateo obviously defeating whoever comes out of that. So Mateo to the fourth round should be pretty and easy.
0: Yeah, and then in the next sixteenth, uh, there's Demonor versus Hugo Dalian, uh, noted for just screaming as loud as he can after every every hit. Uh, I would like Demonor to win this matchup. Uh, next we have Gijo bers and Jack Draper. Uh, I Jack Draper has been performing on grass so I would like to see him win this one. And then we got Liam Brody, uh, the bane of Andy Murray's existence uh, facing Lucas Klein from Slovakia. I will have Klein winning this matchup just because I'm one with murray i like the energy that he's giving to brody but just the straight hate and then in the next matchup we got stefan koslov facing the argentine giant diego schwartzman diego schwartzman should win this one uh i like jack draper out of this 16th
2: who's playing against schwartzman
0: stefan Kozlov.
2: oh did borna courage uh
0: yeah george did yeah. withdraw today the-
2: he withdrew okay okay because i still have it an old lucky loser right here yes
1: yeah, So i'd say either demon or, or draper to make it out of that
0: yeah yeah you want to
1: take, take chapeau's
2: 16th sure yeah so chapeau playing against the french person with a german last name uh Rinderknecht. the Rinderknecht. um oh, i i shop Chape, up has not been playing well lately but i think he will make out of this Um, American Nakashima versus German Kuhn. Nakashima has been playing well so I think he'll make this uh, will win this match Köpfe and Galan um, don't know Galan so I'm gonna go with Köpfe and then we have Bautista Agut and Balaz and I think here Bautista Agut will win I think Chapo and Agut will make up the third round where Chapo will then uh, make to the fourth round.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to put much trust in Chapo with uh, his long losing streak, but I really think if there's any time for him to turn it on, it's going to be now.
0: Yeah. With all the rating points at stake, <laughs> he definitely wouldn't have to turn it on.
1: Alright, do you want to take this next 16th? So you're going to go from Krajinovic to Pass? Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, we've, we've actually watched K- Krajinovic
3: play recently, and he looked quite Comfortable on grass, so I would, I would definitely take him in that
1: match. You've also watched yeah. Lehechka recently too, but yeah, Krejovic.
3: Yep. And then uh, we've seen quite a bit of Nick Kyrgios in uh, a lot of the Wimbledon tune-ups, and he's serving really well and playing well. And uh, he, uh, you know, he has his he has his mental um kind of issues. He talks to himself a lot and gets frustrated a lot and irritated a lot on the court. But he's certainly a very good grass player so i mean he's probably um, he's a this is a tough section of the draw for sure so um but i he'll definitely probably win easily there and then uh these two i'm not familiar with um jordan thompson and roberto Carballas Baina. Carballas Baina. i'm not haven't seen them play so i'd probably i mean spain is a tennis powerhouse um I have no idea, really, on that match. But I guess. Toss up. Yeah, I would call that a toss-up. I'd probably pick uh, maybe Thompson, but not sure. Um, next one is Alexander Richard and Stefanos Tsitsipas. Tsitsipas has actually played quite well on grass. I think he should probably win that one pretty easily. And then you
1: have FAA against. Here, we're, we're stopping at 96. Sorry. So yeah. You just have to say from here who you think is going to make it out from this. So uh, for, for uh, to with
3: that's a tough there's a lot of good players there i probably um from what i've seen recently i'd probably stick with nick curios but uh definitely could be some five set matches in there yep
2: so i i like titsipas also here uh, this is
0: <laughs> probably the toughest 16th seen. yeah
2: it is very scrivich titsipas and uh curios yeah, they're all, t- t- all, t- all tough yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: It's it's definitely that's the that's the sixteenth to watch right there. Yep. Should be a lot of firecracker
1: matches in there. And then moving on to this next sixteenth, we do have FAA versus Cressy, which has often been tabbed as the first round matchup to watch. I think this could really swing either way, but I would be surprised if FAA isn't able to figure out Cressy over a five set match. I would like him at four here. And then we do have American Tennis Legend in double specialist Jack Sock. I mean, he's just
0: a hero to the country, honestly. Honestly, a national
1: treasure. Uh, Two qualifiers here who've both been playing well. Bernabe had a pretty great run at Roland Garros, but on the grass, I think Sock should probably move forward, especially with his short backswing on both of the sides. And then Dennis Novak, who people often meme and mistake for Novak Djokovic, is in the (laughs) tournament as a qualifier. And I would think he should take this match. And then down here, we do have Jason Kubler and Dan Evans. Uh, Dan Evans should make it over to probably FAA I would say and then with FAA defeating him to move on to the fourth round
0: yeah I like FAA out of this the 16th certainly uh, yeah I'll take the next one so on the top we got Rune, Runa versus Marcos Girón um, I got Runa here uh, despite showing some signs of being a mental midget I he does play well, so I I do like him here. Uh, then we got Molch Molchan is Molchan. that how you say his name? Uh, versus Martinez. Uh, I got Molchan here, and then we have Alistair Gray versus Chun Hsin. Jeez oh, Louise!
2: <laughs> the legendary Taipei player. Yeah,
0: the 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 Taiwanese <laughs> player. Uh, I got hometown hero Alistair Gray here. Um. And then, finally, we have Lorenzo Musetti versus Taylor Fritz. Taylor Fritz, we saw him win in Eastburn. I do think that he should win this quarter as a whole, or not this quarter, this um, the 16th.
2: I agree, but the Musetti game might be tough. Musetti yeah, has... Yeah, it's a tough matchup. It's uh, it's not an easy opponent.
1: Yeah, it could be tricky, but I'd be pretty surprised if anyone other than Fritz makes it out of the 16th. But I, yeah. I would put Runa on upset watch, I think, Jerome should take him in the first round pretty easily.
3: Yeah, I've looked at that match because I was thinking about betting on that match. Jerome is actually a really tough matchup for Rooney. Rooney's not a really good grass court, grass court player. <laughs> I think that he might get bumped in that first round. But yeah, Taylor Fritz, we've watched a lot of Taylor Fritz. His service returns are you know some of the best on the tour, and his, he's serving quite well. He's going to be a tough out for anybody in this tournament.
1: And this his year. double-handed backhand is probably top five to eight on the tour right now. I'd be, I would expect a pretty good run from him here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Um, I'll take the next uh, 16th with Chillich and McDonald, McKenzie, uh, McDonald, that is, from the United States of Mackie. America. UCLA. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, although McKenzie has been playing fairly okay lately, I think Chillich will take this easily. Not even hard. Not even hard. Not even hard. It's going to be easy. And then, uh, João Souza and Richard Gasquet. they that I That's an interesting match. That's a good first-round match here. Uh, those two players have had success in the past. Uh, and um, both Gasquet is in the twilight of his career, of course. Mm-hmm. So, he's in the middle. Um, I see Gasquet here winning this one. And then, we have our f- e- email. Emil. E- Emil. Emil uh, and uh nishioka email, e-mail. Uh, and uh Ruchivuri should uh, win here yes and then we have Botic and spanish lefty legend uh Feliciano lopez who just recently could not continue his streak of 70 or 90 grand slam tournaments in a row <laughs> um but he's back uh, but he will not win. He will unfortunately uh, be defeated by Botic. And here I have Chilich winning this 16th uh, against Botic in the third round.
0: Yeah. I I I, dec- I could definitely see botic coming out of this. Uh, but Chilich has been playing very well on grass, so I do agree with this take. Yeah, I think
1: Chilich should remain relatively untested in this 16th. Yeah. And you want to take this final 16th. Sonego to Rafa,
3: boy, um, not too familiar with these these players here, but uh, Lorenzo Sonega and Dennis Kudla. Um, let's see, uh, just looking, not doing much research on these two. Um, I'd say you know S- Sonego's uh, seeded, um, so I I think Kudla's done pretty well at Wimbledon though in the yeah, past. These are
1: both good grass court players. Yeah, it's a
3: so up. so yeah, it's a tough match to call, but just based on the seeding, I'd go with Sonego. Um, then uh, next match is Alexey Papyron. Against, against Hugo Gaston. Um, Good. I'm not familiar. Toss up here. I'm not familiar with these two. Uh, I haven't researched into these two players that much. So again, it's a toss up. Um, gosh, I, I, you know, I'm not sure. I guess I'd probably. I don't think either one of these two players are going to make it, you know, much further. But uh, I probably would just go with Gaston. I guess. Um, let's see, Sam Query against Ricardas Ber- Baranakis. Barankas. Barankas. Um, I got to go with Query just because he's had you know, really good success on grass court. He's played a lot of grass court tune-ups this year. Um, you know, I, I'm just going to go. I know he's getting older. He's 34. He's kind of uh, getting towards the end of his career, but I think he can still probably win a round or two on grass at Wimbledon. And then we have um, Francisco oh, we've C- and Cirundola, we, did we, we, have watched we just watched him recently. And then he's going to play Rafa um, uh, after his uh, foot surgery. And uh, even though uh, Rafa's kind of struggled at Wimbledon more recently, and uh, Francisco is, is a pretty good grass court player, but um, <laughs> it's hard to bet against Rafa. So I probably <laughs> would go ahead and take Rafa in that match.
1: Safe. Yeah, and then the interesting thing with Rafa is this is a really a pretty tricky 16th to navigate because he will have Query, who's made a semi here not too long ago in the second round, and then Senego most likely in the third round, who's also been quite competent on the grass. So Rafa should be the heavy favorite here, but he'll be tested early and often.
0: Yep, I, I concur with this. So do we want to go through this this half and say who we got going through? Let's do it. All right, you can go first, Logan.
1: All right, so for the quarters matchup here, uh, Berrettini should be penciled in. I really don't think there's anyone who can challenge him in his section here. And then for the other quarter finalist here, uh, this is really probably the most wide-open section of the entire draw up there with that Tiafoe section. But I could see Chapo, I could see RBA, I could see Krajinovic, I can see Kyrgios, I can see Tsitsipas. There's good arguments for all of them. I do like Kurios here, just because he seems to be pretty focused, and when that is the case, he can be anyone, and as he did to Tsitsipas pretty recently. So, I mm-hmm. would like him here to make the quarters, and then down here, FAA has a really tough road to the quarters here, having to face Cressy so early, and then Fritz potentially looming in the fourth round. Uh, ultimately, though, I do think it'll be the winner of Fritz FAA making the quarters, and I do predict FAA. He just kind of has more experience in the latter stages of these Grand Slams. He'll get him this time. And mm-hmm. then down here, it'll probably most likely be Rafa versus Chilich to go to the quarters. I mean, depending on Rafa's form and movement, that could be a very tough match for him, especially... I mean, Chilich kind of dictates how his matches will play out. If he's on form, he can really beat anyone, and if he's off, mm-hmm. he can lose to anyone. Uh, but I would be tempted to pick Chilich just based off of his form recently, but I think it's really hard to pick against Rafa here.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm inclined to agree with you here. I, I would pick in the uh quarter or like eighth or whatever. Uh, I would pick Kyrgios to come out of that one just because he's been playing so well and it, like he really doesn't show any sign, signs of slowing down. Uh, but I feel like once he gets to like the tougher opponents like Berrettini, then he will start to find some issues uh i would personally pick nadal just because i i just can't in my right mind ever pick against that guy and he's continuing his bid for a calendar slam
2: mm-hmm. looking forward to seeing what he does i think that uh that uh, that curios may not be going as far as you think oh, it okay. will. i think uh Krayanovich may destroy Kyrgios they destroy destroy okay. him yes and uh and then we'll be very tired after this destruction and therefore lose against Tsitsipas okay and Tsitsipas will make it out to the quarterfinals okay and I think Fritz will beat FAA I think Fritz has uh, is in a good good split space right now in grass when we just saw this final last week uh against um, against crassi uh, and uh, and he plays so well so i think fritz may have a chance to make it to the quarterfinals but like you i agree that nadal should make it to the final out of this half. yeah with nadal even beating djokovic in the finals that is my big uh, statement here
1: yeah so going on to the semis i would say barrettini should really roll through there yeah is the easy and pick then and then, really, in the bottom half, I would say Fritz, FAA, or Rafa are probably equally likely to make it to the semis. Uh, not I would Chilich. say Rafa, though.
0: You wouldn't put Chilich up there, like the top four.
1: Uh, I would not put Chilich up there. It seems like he's kind of lost a bit of step since his clay court run. But mm-hmm. I would say FAA and Fritz are probably more dangerous than Chilich at this point in time. All
0: right. Yeah, that makes sense. I yeah I have the same the same train of thought with uh, Mateo just cleaning house in that top quarter in the, the top quarter of the second or of the second half uh, and then in the bottom quarters it's a toss up really I like FAA to come out of this just because I think that he's going to be in the right mindset this tournament he's going to show how his skill set translates to the the surface. Um, I'd I'd really like to see him go far and make the semis.
1: Yeah, I mean, the thing with FA is he seems to match up very well with Rafa, nearly defeating him on Chatrier last month. Uh So if he can do that uh, on supposedly his worst surface, then you would think he could probably beat Rafa on the grass. That wouldn't be too far-fetched of a thing to imagine. But Rafa is such a great champion, you can't really count him out.
0: Yeah, and... Uh, personally, I think that the final for Wimbledon this year will be Berrettini versus Djokovic, uh, I believe a repeat of last year uh, with Djokovic taking it.
1: Yeah, and I'm going to have Djokovic over Rafa, though really I wouldn't be surprised if FAA or Fritz was in there, potentially even at Chilich, or even Kyrgios, depending on how the bottom half shakes out. I, w- I
0: would hate if Chilich was in the final.
1: Yeah, I-, I would concur just because of his ball bouncing is really oh, just so nice. something
0: yeah from the scorer's perspective it must be difficult
2: well, but at least you knew when he was going to serve when his little calf kick would happen at the end you know he was gonna toss the ball
0: so then you have to arm the radar yes
3: <laughs> yeah that bottom half is is really interesting it's going to be really fun to watch that all play out but yeah i think just Djokovic has proven himself on grass, and he has the game to play on grass. I think he's gonna pretty much cruise through the top half of that draw, and then the bottom half could really go all sorts of different ways. I mean, it could be Faa, it could be Fritz, it could be Berrettini. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, and CT Pas is serving a lot better. He's uh, kind of seemed to be he's adapting to the grass quite successfully. So, um, the bottom half is just it's gonna be a lot of fun to see how it plays out.
1: Then you do have a rematch of last year's finals, right? Of Djokovic over Berrettini. Yeah, I, I've,
3: I've, I've. Matteo has the perfect grass court game. Big serve, slice. He uses a lot of slice, which is perfect shot for grass. And uh, yeah, I think he'll he'll uh, make it through somehow. And then um, Djokovic is, you know, proven himself on grass. I think he's still, you know, gunning for greatest of all time. I think he, you know, this. This tournament's really important f- for him
1: to win if he wants to, you know, stay close to Rafa. All right, so that is the entire draw. I think we all have concurred with Djokovic winning the tournament, and then the bottom half uh, kind of uh, being except me, except except, except, yeah, Heiko. except for Haiko,
2: because I kind of I am rooting for Rafa to make the calendar slam before Djokovic can do it.
1: Yeah, I mean that uh, that's certainly a fair take.
0: I would like this as
1: well. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah, I like to see Rafa is incredible. He he can do anything on any surface. So he's he's just he improves every year. He gets better every year. Even at he's, he's 36, he's still amazing cuz his, his shots have more pace and they you know, they bounce through the court. He's just he's he's a great volleyer. He's incredible. So yeah, he can do anything. I mean, he's if anybody can can win this thing, you know, at his age and even you know, partially injured I mean, he could do it. He's an amazing player. Yeah.
1: yeah, so I'd say I'd like to see Rafa get the calendar slam before Novak if one of them has to do it, but I think it would be really cool if we had a first-time slam winner here, whether that's I FAA would, I would love or that. Berrettini. Or
0: it just doesn't seem Fritz that likely. Something. Yeah. I think it would. It was more likely in the in the French than this.
2: But if there was one, it would be Berrettini, I believe, too.
0: Yeah, it would be yeah. very likely to be Berrettini if it was
1: And then, uh, I guess a final segment here. We're gonna go through some of the the best bets to take, uh, with noted Michael Jordan gambling extraordinaire (laughs) on the line here. Just for tomorrow. Just for
3: tomorrow. tomorrow. But uh, just kind of looking
1: through the odds real quick. We've seen a lot of
3: Tommy Paul. Looks like he has a pretty good matchup. um, Borrow, and it pays out uh, 15 cents for every dollar. He's Tommy Paul's minus six fifty. That's a decent play. Um, and then, of course, Herkatz has played really, really well on the grass season. He's again fifteen cents per dollar. He's he's got a good, you know, good, pretty safe bet to win. Um, I thought Andy Murray, you know, has is a pretty good play tomorrow for uh, for betting. Stan Bavrinka beat Francis Tiafo recently on grass and um he plays a uh, he plays center a really high seed but he has you know really good odds. So you know he's a uh, still talented. Uh, still can play quite well. Mm-hmm. I think Murray, Murray plays Aussie. Duckworth. Some of, some of these, you know, are just uh, probably not worth betting. Like, Matteo Berrettini is 4000 so, I mean, it's just not... Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can get two cents on the dollar for that. So, it's just not <laughs> probably not worth
0: Yeah, I feel like there's, like, a couple likely upsets. Like, Giron versus Runa. And um, what was the other one? Uh, Vavrinka over Sinner. Yes. Although, it, that may not be an upset. That just might be expected.
3: And Bodic, Bodic you know, for playing... You know, a, a kind of a, a quiet old tennis
1: player.
3: Um, he has pretty good, You can make 19 cents on the dollar
1: with um. I mean, we kind of go for the penny pincher bets over <laughs> here. We, we try to make around 20 cents on our bets. So, um, mm-hmm. really high rollers over here. Uh, Chapeau, I think, has really good odds to, because just of how bad he's been playing recently for playing the German Frenchman uh with thirty four cents of the dollar. A potentially intriguing play. But if I was betting on this tournament, I would say take Djokovic to the semis. Shouldn't be any trouble there. Mm-hmm. And then
3: And I think an interesting kind of inside um bet is FAA against uh, Cressy. Cressy just played in the finals against Fritz and he was having some uh some back um some kind of physical therapy between the uh between the sets and so wow, Cressy—he um, played pretty well, but he only returned—he uh, only won ten points the whole match against Fritz's serve. Yeah. So I think FAA will will probably win that match. He might drop a set, but um, I think on this particular match, if you go with FAA on the money line. You can make twenty-eight cents on the dollar. Oh. Like that's probably probably a pretty safe bet for tomorrow.
1: And, and what unfortunately- about San Diego against Kutla? I think uh, taking San Diego could be a good play. So if, if you parlay all of these penny pincher bets into one bet, you can, you can really make almost a full dollar off a dollar, which is <laughs> what we intend to do. So what are, what are our takes here? We have Giron over Runa. We have Stan the Man over Sinner. We have Novak to the semis or better. And we have FAA over Cressy and Sonego over Kudla. So those are your plays.
0: Yeah, thank you. Uh, unfortunately, me and my dad, we cannot do sports betting because it is illegal in our state. Uh, so we actually have to make the 30 minute drive if we want to make, make these plays. Yeah.
2: Or or, or or use VPN.
0: Or yeah, or use a VPN the to go to Monte Carlo. The land of free Vienna, in which uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. no rights are ever infringed upon. Ever. Ever. So I guess that's going to go ahead and wrap up our coverage of the Wimbledon Gentleman's draw preview. I One sec. Hold on. Okay.
2: No, I was just gonna say, are we are we gonna talk about the ladies at all today, or I mean, I you think you
0: have to go to bed, right? Yeah, I think we're out of time. So yeah, well,
2: all right, well, but y- uh, just in uh, just as a as a as a to finish, uh, I'm gonna tell you my prediction for the semifinals and finals for the women. Okay, okay, go for it. it. So, so uh, in the top half, of course, we have Sviatek mm-hmm. playing golf.
0: Yeah, I like that.
2: Uh. In, and uh, shviatek of course coming out of it in fact she's going to win the whole tournament in my opinion and then in the bottom half we have uh, jabor playing against adad yep with Adad beating jabor and losing against Shiatek.
1: yeah i think so that's I think the exact same thing i had as well
0: honestly i think I'm, i have the exact same matchup except with um Jaber beating hadad in the semis
4: mm-hmm.
1: i guess things to watch out for in this tournament of note are Serena making her return, she's a pretty good draw, and Kvitova, mm-hmm. who's been playing well of late, she hasn't done much in close to 10 years, but she is a pretty good draw set up for herself, uh, I think she can make something of it, and then Coco Goff, she really just seems to be on the ascent as of late, uh, I think she will probably make it to Sviantec and crash out there, but I think she should be in for a great performance
0: as well. Yeah, I concur. I concur.
2: Yeah, and keep an eye on Andrescu. She seems to be in a good form right now.
0: All right, yeah. that We are out of time for today. You want to take us out, Logan?
1: All right, so that was our Wimbledon preview to all of our favorite European listeners. Uh, so that's going to do it from Friday Therapy Podcast with Logan Hubbard, Jan Behrens, and our special guests, our dads, who are some tennis enthusiasts themselves. We'll a big take it Thank out. you. Have a great day.
2: Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. It was a pleasure.